Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. This is Straight Fire for Monday, October 25th. It's Halloween week, everybody. I hope you're excited. I hope you have a costume I uh, I don't have any good party invites yet. Uh, a lot of the good parties are probably canceled due to COVID, or I'm just not cool enough. Uh, but I'm probably going to rock the Cobra Kai that I did last year. It was a winner. Everybody loves Cobra Kai. Great show. Coming back soon. Um, but I'm getting ahead of myself because this was a phenomenal weekend on a lot of fronts. Not exactly on the gambling front in the NFL. Just a tough weekend. Um, we'll get to that later. Uh, you know, the Dodgers get knocked out of the postseason. They had their chances. Um it stunk. Dodgers eliminated. So now we're looking at a Braves-Astros World Series. And uh, I am a good company man at Fox. I will say watch it. It's going to be great. We'll talk about it a lot. Probably not on the podcast uh, this week. Um, yeah, so baseball happened. College football, I guess there were games. Uh, I had a couple soccer games for my kids. I didn't really see any of it. And I'm so into the my daughter's soccer team. Remember, last year we didn't win a game. This year we're really good. The exact same team, basically, except we got one other one really good player, uh, and and we weren't able to draft this player who's not as strong, and um, we're like one of the four best teams out of like twenty. 
So me and my daughter and a couple of her friends went to like scout the number one team, the only team that beat us. And uh, just for fun, you know, and we're the other coaches know us and we're like a team that the referees don't like because our girls are aggressive. We lost every game last year. OK, we got to win some games. So it, it was a fun weekend. My but my buddy had a birthday. We went and celebrated. Uh, that's the guy with the Lakers season tickets. Um, it, it was just it was just all around a good weekend. And then Sunday comes along. And I'm all excited. And my buddy Dan's like, so, Jay, who do you have this? Who, who are your big plays this week? And I heard the pod. And I said, well, I'm on Tampa. That was the first bet I gave out earlier this week on the pod. And I, I, I really like the Eagles. And I, I really like the Chiefs. And, folks, I will say unequivocally, the biggest surprise so far in the NFL season was Tennessee 27, Kansas City 3. I don't think there's even any wiggle room. Like, Houston won their season opener over Jacksonville, but Jacksonville won one game last year. And you could probably nitpick a couple other games that were surprises. Buffalo beating the crap out of Tennessee. Uh, I'm sorry, Buffalo beating the crap out of Kansas City a couple weeks ago. Surprise. Folks, Tennessee smothered Kansas City. I kind of felt like, okay, it's 7 nothing. Okay, we got a chance. It's 14 nothing. Okay, this is not looking great. Uh, it's 21 nothing. What the hell's going on? And at this point... I feel like on many Mondays, we've talked a lot about the Kansas City Chiefs because they can't get their act together. And I'm not going overboard here. If you want to do an exercise right now, and I would never say stop listening to the podcast, but while you're listening, call up the Chiefs schedule and take a gander. And take a gander at some of the surprising teams in the AFC right now. You've got the Las Vegas Raiders, Rob G's team, who he's going to really get excited about soon. I know he is. He's gonna. I'm going to give him the floor for like 30 seconds to talk about the Raiders killing the Eagles. And it was a killing despite the small victory by 11. Um, you see some teams popping. The Cincinnati Bengals, big surprise out of me. I, I'm stunned the way they manhandled, and I do mean manhandled, the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore, folks. This is what people thought. Oh, you know, last week, Justin Herbert went to Baltimore. Everybody's like, ah, Chargers, they're going to hang. Chargers got destroyed. Herbert did nothing. Joe Burrow, also from that draft class, goes in. Super impressive performance. The Bengals are for real, folks. They got a D. Uh, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is, woo! That boy's nice. Remember how it was a story when they were like, how could the Bengals draft Jamar Chase when they need Panay Sewell? Uh, hello, Kyle Pitts and Jamar Chase are looking like really strong rookies who are going to be a problem for the league. And you look around the rest of the AFC, and I'm just saying, the Kansas City Chiefs, who got their, and we could say this now accurately, they got their doors blown off by Tennessee, which doesn't have a secondary, which doesn't have a defense. I mean, Josh Allen and the Bills went up and down the field like it was nothing last week. Hell, six days ago. Well, seven days ago, but six days before the Chiefs game. The Buffalo Bills offensive juggernaut, the Kansas City Chiefs scored three points. And I'm not going to get all crazy and existential and talk about Patrick Mahomes and all this nonsense. Mahomes was not great. I'll let Rob G, who is an AFC West guy, go in on Mahomes. He does uh, share the league lead for interceptions with Zach Wilson, the rookie of my Jets. Zach Wilson, who's going to be out a minute with his knee injury, and I'm not, I may or may not go in on the friggin' Patriots taking out Zach Wilson. Dirty shit. I had a viral tweet 
on the injury. Like, back-to-back plays where they just killed Wilson's knee. No flags, of course. The Patriots, I, I don't want to go off on a tangent. But I, I think we're looking at this Chiefs schedule, and you're like, huh, they're 3-4. and four. We know they're going to beat the Giants next weekend. Like, they're going to be heavy favorites, and it's unlikely Saquon and everybody else is going to come back. But then you see Packers, then you're like a trip to the Raiders. And last year, that was tough. Raiders played them very tough. Beat them last year once. Then they host the Cowboys, who I think we can agree are top three team in the NFC. Probably top five team in the NFL. Broncos stink. Then there's another one with the Raiders, Chargers. And then you kind of you got the Bengals there. Steelers, we don't know what they're going to be. Let's see how healthy they are. Uh, Broncos. There is a scenario where the Kansas City Chiefs sputter, if they, there's not a lot of wiggle room if like a Kelsey gets hurt, a Tyreek Hill gets hurt, where the Chiefs miss the playoffs. And I know that's unfathomable. I'm not saying they're going to miss the playoffs, but there is a scenario exists right now that they miss the playoffs. The AFC is a lot stronger than we anticipated. We knew it was better than the NFC. Marginally, at the top, with Buffalo and Kansas City, everybody thought they were the two best teams coming into the season, right? And after that, the NFC was kind of stacked. But you look at the AFC now, and all of a sudden it's like, is Kansas City a lock? Folks, Kansas City has the same record as New England and Indianapolis. Like some weird things are happening in the NFL. And the Kansas City Chiefs right now, they're struggling. I, I, listen, they got Chris Jones back on the defensive line. They're like, all right, we got Chris Jones. Defensive problem solved. No. Unfortunately, I watched that Tennessee game because I kept thinking, okay, we got a chance to cover. You know, they just got to get the ball, get one stop, you know, a pick six, a, turn, a Tannehill turnover. Problem is Tannehill and the Titans were eight for twelve on third down. They they just could not be stopped because Kansas City's defense is a joke. Anytime Tannehill was in trouble, he threw it up to AJ Brown, and guess what? AJ Brown beat his defender. They were down twenty seven nothing. The Chiefs were largest deficit of Mahomes' career, fewest points Kansas City scored since two thousand and twelve. Mahomes now six straight games with an interception, the longest of his career. And I don't think people realize just how odd this is that Mahomes is struggling. He had 11 interceptions combined in the last two seasons. He has nine this year. And you start to wonder, well, you know, Mahomes came out of the Big 12. He was making a lot of YOLO plays in the Big 12 where they played arena league defense. And I'm not, I'm not ready to go there and say Mahomes is not amazing. But if you forget, last year on the road to the Super Bowl, it was like, okay, this guy's made a Super Bowl MVP, an MVP, two Super Bowls, an AFC championship in his first three friggin' seasons. He's on the Brady pace. And that was an okay, understandable take because of what he'd accomplished in the first three seasons. Nobody can really argue that. That's irrefutable. First three seasons, dominant. And here we are in year four. You've given him all the money. You had to. He's a superstar. You have an offensive line that is crumbling like a like a wad of paper. You know, you take a wad of paper, you crumble it up out of frustration, throw it at the trash can. That's what the Chiefs' offensive line looks like right now. And the defense, again, the cornerbacks stink. The safeties take bad angles. They cannot get pressure on the quarterback. I mean, again, I know Tennessee didn't score in the second half, but the foot was off the gas. Once Mahomes had those unfortunate turnovers, and listen, I'm going to call them unfortunate. Some of we know turnovers are lucky, right? Is is it really Patrick Mahomes' fault 
that he's scrambling, he peels off 15 yards, and then his and then the ball gets stripped, and it's a fumble. Like, is that really is that unlucky? Like the guy had to poke it out perfectly. Mahomes was protecting it, just came out, he lost it in the first half, and then he throws a great pass. It's kind of batted off the receiver, off the defender, and it's intercepted. Like it wasn't a terrible pass. It wasn't like he's throwing it right to the opponent like that. Like he had that one miscue in Washington. Like this was just kind of unlucky. Uh, Tyree Kill, I, I believe he, and I was watching this closely. He had no touches in the first half. Like the the Kansas City Chiefs had fifty three yards in the first half. That's not Reed like. That's not Mahomes like. They got some problems, and. Can they fix it? Yeah, they should be able to fix it for the Giants. I'm telling you right now, I cannot bet on Patrick Mahomes this week, guys. I, there have been some L's. Um, I took an L on the Ravens betting on the Chiefs. I took an L betting on the Bill uh, against the Bills, and now against the Titans. So I've had enough of my Patrick Mahomes fill. And he took a pretty gnarly hit at the end of that game. Was knocked out. They said he's fine. Concussion protocol. No, thank you on the Kansas City Chiefs. But, Rob, as an AFC West guy, you must be absolutely thrilled that Patrick Mahomes <laughs> and Andy Reid are stinking up the joint. And you are all alone at the top of the AFC uh, West. Uh, I don't know if thrilled is the word I would use. This what? I mean, Was that not know, exciting enough? No, I mean, it's just, you know, I like watching good football. And for a long time, the Chiefs played really good football. Um. However, I did notice there that at the end of your little soliloquy that you're starting to come around to my line of thinking that maybe Pat Mahomes, this is who he is. You know, like he is. Uh, Rob, time, he, come Mahomes on. Give Three it, seasons and Mahomes of incredibleness. Take it and now away. he's had like a seven-game stretch. Look, it's not just a seven-game stretch. He has 16 interceptions in his last 16 games. All right? He has thrown an interception and I believe each of his last six, I think it's six, games. six games. Well, right? you, I don't know if the Super Bowl, well, maybe not the season opener, but anyways, okay. you're, you're, he has 11 turnovers this season, the most by any quarterback, including yeah. Zach Wilson, including Trevor Lawrence, including Justin Fields, who looked terrible on Sunday. Look, <sighs> look at that. Pat, just a low blow at Justin Fields. Like he's just over there chilling <laughs> in the corner. Really hey, I had to face the Bucks, and uh, he just gets a kidney shot from Rob G. That was look, dirty. man. This is not a blip. This is not just a patch of bad play. This is who he is. I tried telling you last week. Last season, Pat Mahomes had 23 turnover-worthy plays. Like you mentioned, though, a lot of times it's luck. And he lucked out because he only had actu- eight actual turnovers. So in his the ball bounced in his favor a lot last season. This season, all of that luck has tipped the other direction. All of those 50-50 balls that kind of fell harmlessly to the turf or that uh, Tyreek Hill catches on a ricochet or, you know, uh, McCole Hardman gets it off of some guy's foot and gets like 20 more extra yards. All of that's done. Now those turnover-worthy plays are becoming actual turnovers for Pat Mahomes. Look, if you don't believe me, believe David Carr, former number one overall pick. And oh, yeah. Now he works the NFL Network. He writes this weekly column talking about, you know, the top 10 offensive players. And usually um, before he lists his top 10, he'll do a little rant about a handful of guys. This is what he said about uh, Pat Mahomes. The downside of his game is starting to catch up to him. And then he continues. It's similar to facing Brett Favre. Defenses knew he was going to give them three or four real opportunities to make a play. But he'd also give his own weapons 20 opportunities of their own. 
I feel like David Carr stole my take, all right? Because that's exactly what I told you guys last week. Pat Mahomes, for all of his talent, and he has got prodigious talent, he was like I said, and you said right now, on pace to be the greatest quarterback ever. He's not off pace for that, by the way. Okay. Is he? Uh, No, I mean, he's still, uh, historically, he's still on track. But he was on track, not just on the winning, like Tom Brady, you know, collecting rings, AFC Championship game every single season, but also in the way that he plays the position, in the same way that Aaron Rodgers and Dan Marino are talked about as the greatest of all time because they throw the ball better than anybody has ever thrown it. And Pat Mahomes was the best of both worlds. And now suddenly, people are starting to see that, you know, maybe he's not that guy. Maybe, you know, he is an all-time great. Maybe he's top 10. Maybe he's top 8. Maybe he's top 15. But, you know, maybe number one's a little bit too lofty. Maybe we got ahead of ourselves. Maybe he got a lot of fortunate breaks throughout his career, and now it's starting to catch up to him. Yeah, that's just a bridge too far. The offensive, this is a problem. We know this. The NFL is structured to deliver parity. That's what it's, that's what it does. Unlike Major League Baseball, where it's like, you know, I have some, I'm on a text chain with some Dodgers fans and they're like, man, the Dodgers are going to have to break the bank for, uh, to keep Chris Taylor in like, like, dude, bro, there's no cap. There's no salary cap. You spend whatever you want. Like they can match whatever and they'll keep whoever. It doesn't work like that in the NFL. It just doesn't. It's not how it works. The Chiefs had to give Patrick Mahomes all the money, and now they got to start to clear up cap room. We saw it in the Super Bowl. The offensive line was beat to hell. Guess what? They had to let a bunch of dudes go. And, oh, man, the defense is putrid. They can't They can't pay anybody. Like, remember Chris Jones and Honey Badger and, like, name their linebackers. I know Willie Gay had a, had a, a nice interception there in the red zone to save face, but they don't make tackles. They're not doing any they're, they're really just a bad defense and all around I, honestly this is a team this is a Kansas City Chiefs team that we really start we got to start asking the question are the Kansas City Chiefs a lock for the playoffs because as of, as of right now Rob when you look at the standings like they're definitely not a lock no and, and the schedule is tough they, there's so little room for error if Tyreek Hill has to miss two games you know what Byron Pringle's going to deliver like I just I don't, I don't I don't know about them right now. I, I'm worried about the Chiefs. It's not great for the NFL because, as you said, they're really fun to watch. But besides Patrick Mahomes, some of the other fun storylines, uh, I, I will just you know pour some out for my guy Zach Wilson of the Jets. He <laughs> got his knee all bangled. Rest in peace, Zach Wilson. He's not dead, uh, although it feels <laughs> like the Jets are dead. But they're in better shape than the Miami Dolphins, who are absolutely garbage. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo Tires. 
Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. A lot of people pointed it out. I did as well. The Miami Dolphins won 10 games last year. Then they were like, oh, we're close. We're close, man. We're so close. You know what? Let's give up our 2022 first-round pick because we're going to be good again. We're going to be a playoff team. It's going to be in the 20s. Let's move up in the draft and let's go grab Jalen Waddle. Well, that, that, that's a, maybe our final missing piece. Right? We, got a, we got a gadget guy who um, can do a lot of things. We get bubble screens deep over the middle. Oh, Jalen Waddle's a guy. And the Dolphins are now one and six. And it's not, I don't want to hear that, oh, well, they're close. They have a minus 80 point differential, third worst in the AFC. They've lost six straight. Their lone win came when Damian Harris fumbled inside the 10 when the Patriots were going to win the game, okay? So I don't want to hear this. The, the Dolphins are close. The Dolphins stink, okay? Every defensive back they have was getting lit up by rookie Kyle Pitts. And I just, I got to say, the, this Deshaun Watson thing had to get into the head of Tua Tungabailoa. He had an awful interception that he was getting pilloried for. And folks, they go to the Buffalo Bills this week. They are nearly two touchdown underdogs. They get a respite after that against the Texans, but they still have the Ravens, and they got to face the Saints. They got the Patriots again. Like they're, they're probably like a six-win team, but the Miami Dolphins right now are total garbage. And this Deshaun Watson stuff, Rob, to me, this is utterly fascinating. I'm watching Red Zone, 
And they cut to Greg Gumbel, who's calling, I don't know which game he was calling, maybe the Houston Texans-Arizona game, which was unbelievably unwatchable. And Greg Gumbel says, yeah, there's all this talk that the uh, Panthers might get in the the mix for um, Deshaun Watson. You know, Sam Darnold stinking up the joint. Sam Darnold got benched. I don't even, there's so many NFL stories. I don't even know if we'll get to that. And we will talk about Lakers later. Yes, we will. <laughs> um, Maybe the Panthers get involved, but, and Greg Gumbel, the announcer for CBS, without citing a source, says, but the only team Deshaun Watson will accept a trade to right now is the Dolphins. Just says it matter of fact. Like he spoke to Deshaun Watson or spoke to someone in the Texans. Just says that. Doesn't say according to Ian Rappaport or Albert Breer or whoever. Just says that. And I'm like, what? Is this new? So I lo- had to look around. And according to the same guy who kind of was all over it last week, John McClain, not diehards John McClain, Bruce Willis, uh, we're talking about John McClain of the Houston Chronicle, is saying as of now, that's the only place that Deshaun Watson will accept a trade from. And it's like, whoa. I mean, I, I was blissfully unaware of this, Rob. And if I'm the Houston Texans, I'm absolutely bent out of shape. And I'm like, whoa, why, why, how do we not get an invite to this party? Can we get invited to the no pants party? Because that's what it feels like. That's wrong. That's out of bounds. I know. I, 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 I've been sitting on that one for a couple weeks. Come on. Um, but according to John McClain of the Houston Chronicle, Deshaun Watson has a no trade clause, which you know. He rejected the Eagles. The only destination he's approved so far is Miami. Now, that was Sunday at 3.27 p.m. He rejected the Eagles. I guess he doesn't want to go to filthy Delphia. Just kidding. Just kidding. All my Philly people listening. I used to live out there. Um, Nice area. Not going to comment on the city. Uh, At any rate. This Deshaun Watson stuff, it sounds like with the trade deadline approaching in the next two weeks, like something's going to go down. And if you're the Miami Dolphins right now, like you got to back up the brinks and get Deshaun Watson because they have nothing in Tua. I don't care that he threw four touchdowns. And people are going to look at the numbers and be like, oh, look, he played like 80, 79% of his passes. Awesome job, Deshaun. Uh, I'm sorry, awesome job, Tua. 79% completions, four touchdowns. It's not Tua's fault. I mean, if you're watching these games, they're giving him dink and dunk city. It's like, do you want the small crap over the middle? Yeah, take it. It's yours. Yeah. We're talking about the Atlanta Falcons, guys. Do you know how bad the friggin' Falcons are? They're terrible. Jalen Hurts looked like he was friggin' Joe Montana against these guys. Tua had one explosive pass all game to Gasecki. Everything else, Waddle under 20 yards. Somebody named Smythe under 20 yards. Somebody named Ahmed under 20 yards. And I know what you're saying. Well, wait a sec. He's throwing a he's throwing a off-duty firefighters, Jay. Can we get Parker and and um Preston Parker and Devontae uh whatever his name is? Can we get that Parker and uh who's the other guy? Preston Parker and Devontae somebody. Might be both Parkers. Can we get those guys back before we freak out? It's like, yo, we're not talking about all pros here, okay? Let's settle down. Let's just chill. Two or through two picks. He ain't inspiring confidence, and they've seen enough. It sounds like the ship has sailed. I, I think actually two is probably the second biggest story coming out of Sunday, although some people are going to talk about Tom Brady's 600 touchdown pass. And I said this early in the season. It's like, if you guys remember the late Brady seasons in, in New England, there was like no storyline. We get it. He's the GOAT. Got it. He's going to probably have all the records. Got it. 
threw his 600 touchdown. And you know what the talking point is? Mike Evans caught the 600 touchdown pass. First guy was 600. Mike Evans jumps in the stands like Lambo Leapish, hands it to some dude. And the announcers instantly are like, oh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Wait, <laughs> 600 touchdown pass. That one's got to go in the glass case. Mike Evans just handed the ball away. This is how, and I'm not saying he's boring, but this is how boring the Tom Brady story is. This became a thing. The, the Tampa Bay Bucks then had to send some like trainer, one of Brady's guys, over to the fan and be like, hey, can we get that ball back? And you could see the negotiation. Like The Bears were so bad, and this was the one bet I nailed, which it was a, it was a good hit. It was 21 nothing after the first quarter. I think the Bears are the first team to give up 21 points in, in the first quarter of the season. It was over early. So the announcers, Romo and Nance, had a ton to talk about. And they, like, broke down with the telestrator, this dude lobbying for the ball. And this meatball in Tampa in the front row is like, oh, oh, you need it back? Fine, here you go. And just gave it up. You know, that ball's probably worth, what, $250,000? I don't know. Is anyone in NFL history ever going to throw 600 touchdown passes? Who's playing until they're 44? Oh, by the way, uh, Brady ain't stopping anytime soon. He threw four more touchdowns. It's funny. I saw the, remember, I asked, I think on this pod Friday, like, who who's betting the Bears? No Antonio Brown, no Gronk. Do people forget, like, they still have Godwin and Evans? Evans had three tutties. If you faced him in fantasy, you lost. Godwin, eight, 111, touchdown. Like, they have an embarrassment of riches. And the Bears secondary blows goats. By the way, Allen Robinson, two catches, 16 yards. Um, Justin Fields, three picks, four sack four times. I told you guys this was going to be like the Browns game, and they got killed. So the one really, really accurate one I had was Tampa Bay. I did hit on Green Bay, although some people would argue Washington was the better side there. Rob, are there any other huge stories in the NFL we missed on what was a pretty bad Sunday? Like, there was hardly any drama I'm I'm trying to I'm looking at the scoreboard. I don't see any drama from any of those games like Atlanta, Miami, maybe, but who gives a shit? Well, I'm surprised you kind of left till we're what, twenty minutes into this pod. He didn't mention the biggest story of Sunday, which is the Raiders moving to two and zero without John Gruden. Oh, I forgot. I mean, ahead, Derek Carr playing like an MVP for, again. Yes. Look, I don't want to say I told you so, but I told you so. I was ready to jump off the, the cliff there for a second. When the Gruden news came down, I was saying five and eleven, you know, five and twelve kind of season. I had that reversed. I mean, I meant eleven and five. Oh, that. please! <laughs> no, but um, actually, there are two storylines that that kind of dovetail off of the two that you just brought up. One of them being the Deshaun Watson situation. Now, I saw the same John McClain uh, report that you did that he has all eyes on Miami, but we also saw late on Sunday from the Athletic that the Panthers are now ready to push all in for Deshaun Watson. We had heard, I believe it was Albert Breer who told us in the offseason, yeah. keep an eye on Carolina, keep an eye on Carolina. And they got off that 3-0 start. They move all in for Stephon Gilmore. So you think, hey, they believe in Sam Darnold. They wouldn't make an all-in move like this, a win-now move, if they didn't believe they had something going with this guy. And the wheels have completely fallen off for Sam Darnold. I mean, he's looking like yeah. New York Jets, well, Sam I, And again, I, I, I'm a big Sam Darnold guy. I, I, it's tough to defend him at this point. I think they've lost four straight. He doesn't have McCaffrey. McCaffrey's arguably a top five offensive player in the league, right? Yes. Give it, I mean, he gets like nine targets a game. Uh, I, I can't kill Darnold, but he looks bad. I mean, he had a red zone pick that was like right to the defender. 16 of 25 for 111 yards. Do you know how tough it is to have 25 pass attempts 
and you complete 16 for a buck 11. Like it, it just wasn't good. Chubba Hubbard killed me in fantasy. By the way, I did have a good weekend in fantasy. So that, that, that there's that, but, um, I don't know, Rob, I don't want to pivot too hard. We'll get to the best bet later. I don't want to, uh, on a Monday night football game, that's borderline unwatchable. Um, can I pivot to the NBA real quick, Rob? And, and listen, I know you're good with that. Always. Rob and I like the NBA. Okay. Yes. NBA is so easy to talk any day. Uh, honestly, if there was a daily NBA podcast, there's a decent chance I would I would like listen to some of them. Because you know, I know the season's 82 games and nobody gives a shit about, you know, 79 of them basically. But for me, I, I'm personally interested. Like this Kyrie Irving saga outside of Barclays. And if you missed it, um, it, it got a little crazy. So, you know, Kyrie can't play home games at the Nets because of the vaccine mandate. And there were a bunch of protesters. I'm not going to uh, make it similar to the January 6th situation because people died at that thing uh, in D.C. But you had a bunch of random dudes, although I'm thinking it's not so random, showed up at the Nets game protesting, let Kyrie play down with the mandates and then they were like storming the castle aka storming barclays and there's video of like you know how you go to an nba or nfl game and there's like ushers taking your tickets those guys were like under fire i was stunned and i gotta say this i went to the lakers season opener last week with a couple buddies and there's cops everywhere there's cops on horses outside staples like there's cops everywhere if anybody tried to like do anything dumb the cops would regulate in instantly there seemed to be zero police presence at Barclays. It's almost like they knew this was going to be the case. And it got a little hairy. I, I, I was like, what's going on? And then people started sending me on social media, hey, this isn't like Kyrie Irving fans. This is like, and I'm not trying to make the podcast political, this is like the right-wing fringe who are showing up and Make America Great Again hats with American flags who don't give a shit about Kyrie Irving or don't even know like what his number is or any of his story. They just know we can protest vaccines and mandates and let's go show up. And they had a bunch of people show up. And it's a little troubling that this went down. Now the Nets ended up getting their butts kicked by Lonzo Ball's brother, LaMelo. LaMelo Ball's showing out, folks. And the Hornets are 3-0. and And now this is where I say, okay, nobody cares about the NBA. Nets, 1-2 and two start, kind of clunky, Harden not playing well. They miss Kyrie. Um, and that'll do it for that. But I do need to at least quickly point out, Rob, because we are L.A.-based and a lot of our fans care about the Lakers, that L.A., despite one of the dumbest fouls you will ever see from Ken Bazemore, the Lakers beat the Grizzlies 121-118 late Sunday night. I say dumb because the Lakers are up three. John Morant's attempting a three, and Bazemore fouls him. Okay, it's completely asinine. John Morant, who was incredible all night, yeah, 40. Makes the first two. Misses the third. And you felt bad because John Morant, I, it looks like, and I, Rob, I don't know how much you watched it this Sunday night after the Sunday night football shit show with the Niners killing me and costing me money. Um, John Morant was like at a different speed than the Lakers. He looks like Russell Westbrook like 10 years ago. 40. Ten assists, five of seven from three. If he's making his three, it's game over. He's going to be a tough guard. The Grizzlies, by the way, and I'm going to point this out. I know nobody's going to care because it's the first week of NBA and who gives a shit. Dylan Brooks did not play. He is a huge factor on that team. 
And I know Dylan Brooks, Oregon Ducks guy, he is not afraid of anybody. He will get up in LeBron's grill and not back down. And now that the Lakers beat the Grizzlies, and I've spent a minute on that game, I just need to point out one of the coolest viral videos that I saw over the weekend, I put it on my IG, was um, LeBron James and Cameron Payne of the Phoenix Suns getting in a shit-talking contest Friday night. It got heated between the Suns and the Lakers, also between AD and Dwight Howard on the Lakers bench, although it seems like they squashed that. Um, No issues Sunday night. But essentially, Cameron Payne, you know, one of my favorite, well, not one of my favorite rap lines, but I like the rap line, major pain like Damon Wayans, low down, dirty, you know, big, Biggie Smalls. Anyways, Cameron Payne is joying at LeBron, who's on the bench as the Suns are up 20. And LeBron's like, bro, you were not in the league a year and a half ago. What are you talking about? You better stay humble. And then he started saying expletives and a couple racial slurs. But, um, I, I listen, it got me thinking, like, listen, LeBron turns 37 in December. LeBron's run rough shot over this league for two decades. And if the Lakers kind of get off to a rough start here, and I don't want to say, listen, they're not going to be in jeopardy of missing the playoffs unless injuries wreck this team. There is a world where a lot of the young NBA guys start talking to LeBron because they know he's near the end. And the trash talk picks up. And like LeBron, he he had a solid game against the Grizzlies. A couple big blocks. Um, it's weird. He doesn't have the ball in his hands as much. We'll do this midweek because I know it's NFL Monday and nobody cares. But Russell Westbrook has the ball in his hands a lot now. And I don't know if LeBron's like frustrated. But that's not going to be a long-term solution with Russell Westbrook having the ball and LeBron not. Okay, that's just not going to work. Westbrook, by the way, had nine turnovers, 13 assists, but he played 37 minutes. He still can't shoot. And I I wonder if this guy's coming at LeBron being like, yo, you're 37, you're cooked. There, I follow some really nerdy basketball play accounts like where they call out horns and then they run the set. Like I follow some people who do that because I coach youth basketball in the local league for my kid. My kids... And I want to be able to like try to run some of those plays, although you know fifth graders probably can't understand that. And there was a play the Suns ran called Horns, and they, you know, LeBron's in the corner on Mikael Bridges, and they're lulling you to sleep with the quick handoffs, 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 and then Bridges cuts, and LeBron's like standing there in cement shoes, and it was like, damn, you know, like twenty-seven-year-old LeBron catches Bridges and swats that into next week. Thirty-six and a half-year-old LeBron gives up the layup and looks kind of bad in the process. And I'm not taking shots at LeBron. You know I'm a big fan. But the reality is he's 36 and a half. And I wonder if we're going to hear a lot of jawjacking in the direction of the greatest basketball player in NBA history. Yes, Rob, I will send it to you on that. <laughs> Wait, is TBF, dude. I really appreciate it. Let me just say, America, don't let Jason fool you. He's just like, hey, I don't know if you saw the game last night. Contrary to what you might think, we do talk and do like pre-show meetings before we actually start recording the podcast. And we were both watching the game at the same time when we started talking about uh, this morning's show. The problem is I'm on a delay from where I'm watching and he's watching it on cable. <laughs> so he's like, oh, did you see what happened right there? Oh, oh, bad foul. Bad foul. I was like, you're like a minute in front of me and it's ruining the game for me. All so right. 
as somebody, as you know, that we both watched last night's game, as washed as LeBron looked defensively against Phoenix, you cannot tell me that he didn't have some highlight reel defensive plays. He had to bounce back. Sunday night. Listen, these guys have rabbit ears, Rob. You know that. They can all say, I don't listen to podcasts. I don't read Twitter. I don't read Instagram. They they do. All these guys are on their phone. They grew up on their phone. Yeah, Yeah. they see all of it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's early in the season. I I do think that the Lakers kind of stumbled upon something whether they wanted to or not, is that they play better when they're small. Like, they, the whole double big lineup is just not going to work. DeAndre Jordan is ultra-washed. And until they get back THT, Nunn, and Ariza, <laughs> the problem, that sounds weird to say, but the problem is I don't think they have enough guys to play small for that long of Did a you stretch. mention Austin Reeves? Oh, yeah, Austin Reeves. He's the new Caruso, man. He's, he's replacing the bald eagle. Have, I don't know if he can dunk, though. He yeah, I don't think he, he <laughs> Yeah, he had a couple of like fast breaks and he laid it up. Yeah, he's he's like, uh, I don't know if he's the new Caruso. I actually think Carmelo is kind of the new Caruso. The fans love this guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, Car- Carmelo does everything that you had hoped Kyle Kuzma would do, and that is mm. hit open jump shots. That's, That's all you got to do. Burn. Just to be just to be ingratiated with the Laker faithful and you're a role player, just hit your open shots and they're going to love you for it. Uh, last NBA note before I get to the best bet. Um, Davion Mitchell had a night. I love this kid. Off, off night. Remember, off that's night. the nickname. Dude, he is nice. 22 against Golden State. But they lost. The Warriors... Steph Curry, 27 and 10. Now, now he didn't shoot well. Uh, the highlights I saw, Davion Mitchell was on him a lot. Not all the time because he guarded some Jordan Poole. Uh, Curry, only 9 of 23, 4 of 15 from deep, 27 and 10. Warriors 3 and 0. And you guys know I got a soft spot for Curry. I'll try to get him on the pod since he was the first guest I ever had. But now he's a global superstar going on Oprah, so it's unlikely he's coming on Straight Fire, one of the most popular NBA podcasts that exists. Also, if you look in the gambling tab on iTunes, we're all over that. We're like one of the top gambling podcasts. Uh, let's just not talk about what happened over the weekend. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Use the tire decision guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Let's uh, pivot quickly to the best bet for Monday Night Football. Um, we hit the Thursday night uh, money in these primetime games. Uh, not money in the grave, a.k.a. Drake, a great Drake song that my son, who's 10, listens to to get fired up for basketball. But I got to take Jameis Winston, favored by four. On the road, I know it's risky. I know it is. This is a play against uh, Rob G's guy, Geno Smith. No, he's not anybody's guy. Um, I, d- I, I don't know how the Seahawks... And I know Geno Smith has some insane record, like he's 6-0 and in primetime games against the spread. Like, ooh, he covered against Pittsburgh. So I think the public is kind of on Seattle here. Um, and, and frankly, listen, this could easily be a Jameis Winston pick six and they lose or they blow the cover because he hasn't thrown a pick six this year. You know it's coming. I just cannot get over the idea that the Seahawks with two weeks to prepare for Geno Smith, that Sean Payton is not going to have some stuff cooked up. And they're down to their third string running back. Carson's out. I think Alex Collins is out. Uh, it's going to be the Rashad Penny and DJ Dallas show if you're desperate for some fantasy action tonight. Um, and again, I, I, I under no circumstances do I like this Saints team. You guys know I'm not bullish on them long term. Uh, they could be a playoff team. I would. I, I bet they would miss the playoffs actually. So that that would not go well for me. I just don't see a world where their defense allows them to lose this game. Um, Peyton versus uh, Pete Carroll is a good coaching matchup, although it seems like Pete Carroll, if things go sour, and as a Jets fan, who and the Jets have Seattle's first-round pick, I am rooting against the Seahawks in all their games, all of them. Uh, I would love it if the Saints won this. So I'm probably speaking a little heart overhead here um, because, honestly, should Jameis Winston ever be favored by four points on the road? No! But we saw a wacky game, folks. The public cleaned up. I think this was the third straight week. Five games had a spread over a touchdown over the weekend in, in the NFL. Four of them won and covered. P- 
pretty easily. The only one that didn't was the Rams in the Goff versus Stafford um, revenge game, which is a little weird. I will point out, Jay Glazer had a funny report. Rob, I don't know if you saw this, that when McVay called Goff to say, hey, man, we traded you, (laughs) Goff hung up the phone on him. (laughs) I mean, I can't hate Goff for that. I, it's it, this is a tough one, and I don't want to spend too much time on it, Rob. But the way I look at it, like McVeigh's got a job; he's got to make the best team he can. Work with his GM; he knows what his system requires. Goff could do some of it, but because of his skill set and maneuverability in the pocket, like he just couldn't do other stuff. So they had to move on, but. I understand at the same time why Goff is ticked because they were boys. They were uh, they were buddies. They went to a Super Bowl together. So from Goff's perspective, it's like, well, why don't you call plays that cater to my skill set instead of yours? Because remember, I was the quarterback that got us to the Super Bowl. And, you know, I think McVay's counter is, well, the rest of the league kind of caught up. Hello. Uh, it, it's a tough one. I, I'm not rooting for either side. I feel a little bit bad for Goff. He had to move to Detroit. Shout out to our Detroit listeners. Um, I know Goff still has a house kind of near me here in the South Bay. Uh, I can't walk to it, but I could ride my bike to it fairly easily uh, with his, you know, supermodel girlfriend. And I I like Goff, but McVay's Rams, man. This team, this team is strong. And if you guys like to look ahead, everybody and their mom will be using the LA Rams this week. In their survivor pool. They are in Houston, but I'm just going to say, and I was wrong thinking the Jets had a chance. Tyrod Taylor may play next weekend, but survivors just win. That's all you got to do. Um, if you are curious and you're not, I only bet one game last night. Rob, do you want to look at the board quickly and guess? And of course, I gave out my Monday Night Football pick. Do you want to guess what game I bet? for week eight in the NFL. Looking ahead to week eight, you've already made your bet. One bet, just one. Okay. And my it's usually my first bet is the biggest. Like Tampa Bay was my biggest, but Cleveland two weeks ago, which blew up in my face. Let's see. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you put some money down on the Buffalo Bills mm, to cover spicy. against Miami. Spicy, but you know I don't I don't f around with the double digit favorites. This is a little risky in a divisional matchup. Thirteen and a half. I bet the Dallas Cowboys. Now this is, carries some risk because Dak, remember with the injury, I'm assuming he's going to be fine after the bye. If he's not, well, that's a loss. But the Dallas Cowboys only favored by one. It probably will hit one and a half sometime this morning in Minnesota. Any early thoughts on Dallas, Minnesota? Well, I just I think Minnesota it all depends stinks. on Dak. You know, if, if yeah. Dak's good, then I got Dallas for sure. But if yeah. he's not good, they need to get a little bit dicey there. Yeah, uh, I will point out, Rob. Have you seen any Squid Games yet? I saw the whole series. Whoa. Okay. Stop. Stop right there. We don't want to say any spoilers, but I do want to point out that I uh, I started to watch it with the wife over the weekend. Um, fell asleep a couple times. You know, the <laughs> subtitles is tough, uh, but we kept rewinding. It's it's pretty good. A little darker than I thought. Uh, yes. But uh, I can't give it the full wreck. Um, but hopefully this week we'll bang out some more episodes and I will keep you guys abreast of our Netflix uh, decisions. I know you care very much. Um, shout out to La Brea, 
a good show. A good show if you like the sci-fi stuff. Anyways, all right, guys, that's a long-ass Monday podcast. Enjoy it. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.